This is Pete Moore wanted to officially announce the release of Time to Win Again, 52 takeaways from team sports to ensure your business success. I wrote this book over the last year. I think you're going to love it. Good to great meets Where's Waldo. Pick them up for your team. Time to win in 2022. Happy to come to your club, your studio, your company, and talk about ways we can optimize business and win going forward. Go Halo. This is Pete Moore on Halo Talks NYC. I have the pleasure of bringing a futurist. It's going to tell us all about how our moods are going to be changing through the fuel we put in our bodies. Rachel Raymond coming from Arlington, Virginia with her startup. Welcome to the show. Hey, Pete. Thank you for having me. So we use health, active lifestyle outdoors. At the end of this, we might call it health, agriculture, lifestyle, and outdoors. So you come from a... Uh, a unicorn ag tech company. Uh, so why don't you give us your background and then we can understand the lens that you look through in starting purpose. Absolutely. So yeah, I spent the past five years at a company called Indigo Agriculture, which is one of the fastest growing ag tech startups in the space. I was the chief operating officer for their North American business. And when COVID hit, last year, I was spending a lot of my time talking to my team about managing their stress. And one of the key hypotheses that Indigo was founded on was that the microbes that are inside of plants can help plants perform under different areas of stress. So, you know, a hot field, you don't want all the plants to die. The microbes inside of them actually help them thrive. And as I was seeing this happen before my own eyes with my own team, well, actually not before my own eyes, but on Zoom, I came up with a similar hypothesis around the interaction between the microbes inside of our body and the impact that can have on our performance under stress. And so decided to investigate that and we pulled together Purpose, which is a mental wellness company that leverages the science of the microbiome to help us improve our mood. Got it. So we'll do a quick shout out to Casey Least, one of the hardest working men in finance who you worked with at this startup for uh, for connecting us and giving us a, a lens into the future. So, you know, as you think about commercializing a product like this, um, obviously there's a big educational component to it. You know, we're using... Uh, you know, big words and, and scientific research uh, with people that just want to get a, a workout, feel healthier, probably look better in the mirror. So how do you think about educating people about what purpose is going to be and the tools that you're going to create? And how does that kind of dovetail maybe with ag tech and, and you know, the client base there, which, you know, some of them are professional, you know, farmers and large companies, and some of them are you know, independent operators, similar to what we have, you know, in our industry, in the fitness industry. Yeah. So if we think about purpose as a consumer facing company itself, the general population, I think, will benefit from having these tools that we'll provide. What we, what we plan to do in terms of education is let people take it at their own speed. So we will provide the information around the science as deep as people are interested in, but what they need to know at the headline is 
what you eat impacts how you feel. That's intuitive to you and, and probably to many of your listeners. But one of the reasons for that that may not be intuitive is the microbes that are in what you eat interact with all the systems of your body. So really, this is just a, at the highest level saying, you are what you eat. And if your systems are messed up because of the food that you've been eating, processed food, high sugar, you name it, all the things we love, or at least I do, mm -hmm. then you might be out of balance. And adding these products back in can help rebalance that. And what you'll notice is when you get rebalanced, you feel better. You feel less anxiety and less depression. You know, it's interesting because I was, I was thinking about this the other day with all these different processed foods. And when you read some of the ingredient labels on even things that you think are healthy, um, you know, and, and obviously your, your digestive system is the most advanced out of the entire body. If you believe in, you know, the evolution of a human, you know, it must be so confusing being inside of, of a stomach being like, all right, I can't even diagnose what this food is, what these chemicals are, you know, almost like having to have your stomach like intelligently unpackage what you've just put in as fuel versus, you know, living a much uh, cleaner, you know, eating fruits and vegetables, you know, things of that nature. So, you know, tell us about how the bio indicators work and, you know, the ease of the saliva test to kind of track what, what's going on. Yeah. So what happens when your body is under stress and that can be stress from work or your relationship or whatever you've got going on in your life is it releases hormones like cortisol and adrenaline. And that is a natural evolutionary response. You know, if you used to be out in the tundra and you came across a lion you need to hightail it out of there and have as much adrenaline available to you as possible. Mm -hmm. But soon afterwards, the stress goes away and you're able to go back to baseline levels. What people today are doing is living under sustained stress for a long period of time. And so that cortisol and adrenaline and suppression of the immune system and suppression of things that counteract inflammation is going on for a long time. That's what the point of care saliva assay can measure. So it will measure different bioindicators that are measurements of stress and the performance of your immune system. And you can do that at the same time that you're reporting how you're feeling. So you'll be able to triangulate, okay, I'm saying that I feel stressed out, but then you also will have the quantifiable measurements of, yeah, my body is really manifesting that stress as well. Mm -hmm. So if you take a look at, um, I, I don't, I don't use the whoop yet. Um, mm -hmm. but that, you know, will tell you, okay, today's a good time for you to exercise. You got very high energy levels. You slept really well. Do you view purpose as almost like a, you know, a roadmap in the future of if you feel this way, do this, here's what your test is. And now like, here's almost, you know, a, um, I don't know. I like to, I like to play that game Candyland back in the day. But here's like a nice path for you to go down, you know, in order to remedy some of your issues or, you know, to get yourself back on track. How, how does that work? Because I, and, and before you answer that, I feel like there's a lot going on in workout recovery. There's a lot going on in data tracking. And it's almost like um, too much of a, like a self-use and not like, if you feel this way, you know, take the green path. If you feel, you know, 
this way, take the yellow, take the red. I feel like it needs to be dumbed down to the point where I could actually, I know what to do and you, and you're, and you're, you're taking me step by step. So how do you think that evolves? Yeah. Couldn't agree with you more. That's why we think about purpose as a whole ecosystem, not just tracking how you feel and giving you those measurements, but here's what you should do about it. So we we're leveraging the science around understanding stress to provide people with increasingly individualized recommendations about food and about these probiotic enhanced snacks and other things, which may include talking about the amount of sleep they're getting or taking breaks throughout the day or many things that are being uncovered to create a roadmap, as you say, or you could think about it more of a menu, like you've got to work on these three things and that will help boost and get you to where you're trying to go. Yeah. So, so 25 short years ago, I used to work at uh, Chase Manhattan bank and I was in the uh, group that covered Monsanto. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when they were genetically engineering uh, all the seeds to make sure that, you know, they were, um, you know, insect repellent and they were, um, you know, going to grow the largest tomatoes and, you know, and we were trying to put a, what's that worth, you know, to a farmer, um, you know, to basically have almost like zero waste and, and predictable, uh, yield and so on and so forth. How do you think about pricing a service like this when it's basically your entire being, you know, I'm going to regulate and optimize. Yeah. So you can think about multiple contributing factors to the price. Essentially, it is the convenience of having the tools to gain this visibility in your own home. If you think about the amount of money that people spend on you know, nutrition and exercise, et cetera, mental wellness is as important to manage as your physical health, as you guys know. And so we want to have price points that are acceptable, but, and thinking about what the market will bear and what mm -hmm. it's worth to people. We want to charge something that will, that will leave much of the value with the consumer. Yeah. Just to give you an example, I think I just spent like $400 on like a three day juice cleanse, you know? So if I was on purpose, you know, what would that, what would I be willing to pay without filing personal bankruptcy, obviously, um, but to feel a lot better um, all the time and knowing that I have access to my information um, that I can potentially merge with other information that I'm getting, you know, whether it's from my Apple watch or whether it's getting from, yeah. you know, fitness or, uh, you know, my zone heart uh, strap. When you look at the fitness industry and you look at mental health and you see multiple devices um, you see everyone talking about data and we kind of joke around that Dave and I joke around that like everyone says they own the data and I don't think they do. Um, so how do you think about building a business as an entrepreneur and say, okay, I've got to kind of truncate what I'm going to do first. And then at some point I've got an API with basically everything else that's out there. So how do you think about that without having your mood change, I guess? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's that's absolutely right. So purpose can be the platform that will provide the user with that visibility across multiple metrics. And if somebody wants to, 
you know, track their heart rate against their mood or track their hours of sleep or anything else that they're already using. Other tools are going to be better than at us than that. Mm-hmm. And they already exist, but they don't provide the insights into improving your mood. And so the more information that people are collecting and we can pull in, the better the insights and the data analytics can get to deliver what we're saying. So we want to be an open platform and connect to as many different things as possible to achieve that mission. Let me ask you a completely random off point question. Go for it. So my nephew used to play soccer and they didn't keep score. That Mm -hmm. bothered me. I think he's got to have a little bit of stress in his life in order to deal with adult stress. Um, You know, you take a look at, um, some tennis players that say, oh, I lost. I got to take four to six months off because I'm focused on my mental health. Um, is, is there a healthy amount of stress? And then to follow that up with, there's a quote, and I mentioned this a couple of times, um, when you go onto the court uh, to play tennis at the U.S. Open, there's a big sign. It's, it's four words. It says, pressure is a privilege. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm going to compete on a world stage in front of 20,000 people and millions of people. So you should have that kind of pressure and it might actually make you, um, you know, a fierce competitor and be able to battle through things. Are, are we trying to have everyone feel happy all the time? Are you saying like, there's a band of stress that's good and there's a band of stress that's bad. And I'm going to keep you in that, in that band because that's kind of like your optimal athletic mental performance. I'm not sure if that's a question, but feel free to answer. I got you. Yeah. So, couple things there. Stress is a natural occurrence and it is good for you in a lot of ways. And you put your body through stress, you put your mind through stress. That's part of life. What mental wellness and what purpose is focused on is helping you bounce back from that stress and be more resilient and be more existing in a stable mood, right? So you're not playing the U.S. Open for years at a time and under mm-hmm. that level of stress. Fair point, fair point. That's probably not good for you. Um, but, you know, you do your training, you show up, you perform, and then you go home. Mm-hmm. That's a, a natural cycle that your body should be able to perform under in your mind and yourself. But a lot of people don't have the privilege of being able to turn it off. And we put ourselves in these situations and, you know, you can talk about lots of reasons for that, but being under a sustained high level of stress for a long period of time is not natural. And that's not helpful to your health. Yeah. Gotcha. Good, good, good answer. You know, so as you think about purpose, do you think that the tools here, and there's a lot of like life coaching that's going on their certifications. I'm sure there's going to be certifications and, you know, mental health coaches and, mm-hmm. you know, therapists are probably going to get in there and, you know, probably a couple other, you know, guidance counselors, social workers, head of HR, um, <laughs> all this is going to con- converge at some point um, into a, a robust industry. Are you building tools for the consumer and also understanding that there might be, a coach involved. And I want to also create speaking on your behalf. I want to also create almost like a business, uh, like a B2B to C where like, I'm going to 
allow a mental health coach to manage their clients underneath them? Or how do, how do you think about that? Because we don't have that many technology people that come into our industry and mm-hmm. you come in with a really interesting lens where, you know, you're trying to change the entire food ecosystem. Okay. We don't really do that. You know, we're doing our little <laughs> niche of the world. So, you know, when you think of like a grandiose idea, how do you kind of then pull it back and say, well, how, how do I think over time this is going to be utilized and how do I build something to enable that or to disable that? Well, so I think that purpose can be an important tool for anybody who uses it as they seek help on other platforms as well. I don't, there are, there are a lot of companies out there that are focusing on CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy, and creating more access to that, which is great. But part of the point of purpose is putting the power in the consumer's hand. So you don't, so it's, it's up to you. You can look at your data. We'll give you insights and we'll point out, hey, every time your mother-in-law is around, you report that you're very stressed out. Mm-hmm. If you haven't been able to identify that trend, then you can see that clearly in your own data. So a lot so you of should it, change. Is it does it say change your mother-in-law? Or, or, <laughs> what's, a, what's it? Doesn't what's, go as far what's as the, those what's like. Here's what you should do. I'm not going to pry into your business, but this seems to not be working. Is it right? Yeah. <laughs> doesn't go that's that. That's a trillionaire far. right there. That's yeah. beyond a unicorn. That's that's Bam. forget it. <laughs> yeah, and then you just hook up, and then you just like do an API with like legal Zoom. Right. It's like you're instead of APIing into the Apple Watch, I'm I'm going into legal zoom to like get you out of a bad relationship. I had to tell you through your biomarkers. That's right. (laughs) The papers are all ready for you to sign. (laughs) That's funny. That's funny. So, you know, as you you're you're an entrepreneur, you've obviously, you know, been on this rodeo a couple of times now, you know, whether you're, you know, in in the uh, executive suite or 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 part of these companies, there's a a very uh, large appetite for people to take in a lot of money very quickly. Um, and some of these rounds of, you know, series A, B, C, D, where someone takes on like 50 or $150 million, there's definitely not like a sources and uses that shows like, here, how's, here's how I'm going to use all this money. Like, it's just kind of like, let me throw it at you, figure it out, get to market as quickly as possible, and then dominate this industry because it's a race. So how do you think about, being a methodical and a uh, realistic entrepreneur and say, look, I've been through this. So I kind of know what my, my, what my roadmap is going to be and how much time I need to kind of get to the next milestone without getting yourself stressed out. Like, Oh my gosh, I'm like bootstrapping this. Or like now I'm like capital constrained yet. I'm going after a multi-trillion dollar, you know, market opportunity. So give us a little insight into you as an entrepreneur. Yeah. So the way that, I think about it is getting to an MVP, a minimum viable product as quickly as possible, getting that into the hands of consumers, and then increasingly launching additional functionality that creates more value. So I don't want to be taking in hundreds of millions of dollars. I want to get to a product that will create value for the consumer quickly, and then within as short of a time as possible, not be dependent on taking on additional capital for growth. Gotcha. And as you start this now, and I know you've got some news that you're going to announce here. 
you know, over the, the coming weeks or months uh, with some of your partners. Um, do you have a, do you have a co-founder? Um, do you have like, here's the person that was my first hire and here's why? Yeah, we have a, we have a great founding team. So I've co-founded purpose with one of my Harvard business school classmates, Matt Getz, who is a bio molecular chemical engineer from Harvard uh, business school from and then did his MBA there. Yeah. Oh, nice. So uh, yeah. I went to Harvard too, by the way, 99. Oh, nice. Good to meet a fellow alum. And um, I'm not a biomechanical engineer. So I'm not, I know. They don't there, feel slighted by you not picking me. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have Matt, we have Chase Bocoltz, who is a Harvard undergrad alum. And he, he works on the strategy and business development with us. And then we have two founders who are more in an advisory role, but on the hard sciences. So a Gerardo Toledo is, has a PhD in microbial ecology and Eric Schott has his PhD in translational research. Mm. So we draw a lot on science to come up with this consumer product, but yeah, that's so the dream team. The dream team. So there's this old story about like when they started the building, the first uh, cell phone uh, networks that there was, you know, the engineer in the room, the head of sales and the CFO and the head of sales says, you know, look, I need a tower basically every two blocks. The CFO says that's not going to happen. And the, the sales guy says, look, I need as many towers as possible to make sure these phones don't drop. So give us a little insight, you know, we're, we're t- towards the end of the podcast, you know, how do you kind of balance, you know, the hardcore scientific with the commercialization with the fact that, Hey, we're launching something here. And, and if we want to go mass market, you know, we gotta, we gotta make sure that this is digestible, you know, to use a pun, um, you know, to, to the average person. Right. Yeah. So that is, that is the tension among the team. And that's why I think we work well together, but the, the proof will be the response to the MVP. And so our goal is to get something out there and let the consumers tell us what, what they're interested in and what creates that traction. So we're in a race to get to that point. And we want to get to that point at a price point that we think is acceptable as fast as possible. That's great. So um, I, I want to close here with two questions for you. One, if you had a business quote that you live by, and I read your bio, so you got to tell us what your favorite Disney movie is. So you can do that in any order you'd like. <laughs> um, I do not have a business quote that I live by, but I probably should. I mean, I think my position as a CEO is hire the best people, work with the best people, and together you can solve whatever problems come your way. That's so a that's great all. business quote. Stick with that one. Okay. Well, I, I made it up, but a lot, a lot of people have come across it before. Sure. Um, my favorite business, Disney movie is Princess and the Frog. Excellent. I have a three-year-old and a one-year-old. And so we watch the same movie repeatedly. I've seen it many times. I recommend it's a good, it. It's a good reason to have kids. So people don't look at you funny when you're like, That's yeah, I'm why, watching this yeah. movie. You know? It's a huge motivator for having them. It's working out really well. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure that there's a good correlation between your mood applicator and your Disney <laughs> movie watching. So 
Um, look, it's great to uh, to meet you. Look forward to, to tracking your progress when you're ready to, uh, you know, have the MVP shared with our uh, Halo community. Happy to uh, to uh, have Dave Gallen become a guinea pig and uh, uh, test out the, uh, the, the product the and the service. Yeah, yeah you got it. You got it. After, after he recovers from his booster shot. Um, so, um, yeah, look forward to, uh, to, to seeing you do great things. And uh, thanks for coming on. And feel free to wave the halo flag uh, as you see fit. Will do. Thanks for having me, Pete. Awesome. Good talking to you. Congratulations and good luck. Thank you. Take care.